That was Peter Solette's, Peter Solette's version, Peter Solette's version of Heart of Mine, which was incorporated into the 2000 comedy Keeping the Faith, Keeping the Faith, Peter Solette, Heart of Mine, one of the best lovish like songs out there, oh yes. This is Millennial Man Motions Entertainment, L. L. C. Today is Monday, February 13th, 2023. And I wanted to open up this episode with that song because that song really catches my um, interest of uh, listening pleasure. And in this episode, I am going to be doing my fourth annual Tuba of Jewish Day of Love episode. I skipped it and did not do it in 2021 because in tw- in 2021 I did my what episode did I do in 2021 around this time uh, I'll tell you real quick in t- February 2021 
I did my... Uh, unique, very specific episode, February 14th, February, February 14th, 2021, on how no, on how no two fingerprints are alike, on very specific details on how no two fingerprints of humans are alike, followed by Tov Tov L'Chadot, Tov L'Chadot, right, uh, right next to the same thing, next to no two fingerprints, Right next to no two fingerprints are alike, uh, with Tov Lehodot, a Hebrew song of thanks. So, real quick, outside of that, outside of, outside of February 2021's no two fingerprints, no two fingerprints are alike in Tov Lehodot. I did a Tuba Av episode um, at the very start of my channel, right after that um, Super Bowl episode. So that's February 2019. I did Tuba Av. Then in 2020, I did it a second time. And then in 2021, I did the No Two Fingerprints Are Alike and Tova Dote, which skipped Tuba of that year. But then I did another 2022 version. 2022 version of Tuba of. So that's one. So 2019, 2020, and 2022. I did that three times. Did a, a, a standalone, different, non-love episode with the thing I mentioned in 2021. But here we are now. It's February 2023, Monday, February 13th, 2023. Had to bring it in with that uh, Heart of Mine uh, song, which I really, really like that song a whole lot. But now I have three pages of articles to explain what Tuba Av is for the uninitiated. The 15th of Av, Tuba Av. The 15th of Av in the Mishnah and the Talmud, a seemingly minor full moon festive, a seemingly f- minor full moon festive day. The 15th of Av is the Jewish holiday that most captures the essence of the full moon component of our calendar. The final Mishnah of the tractate Tanit states. There was never a day as festive Yom Tov for the Jewish nation as the 15th of the as the 15th of the month of Av and Yom Kippur the the, the 15th of Av this year in 2023 is uh I have to look on the exact dates the exact date this year is the the Tuba Av in 2003 is the evening the evening of Tuesday, August 1st, the evening of Tuesday, August 1st, 2023, to the evening of Wednesday, August 2nd, 2023. How could it be, how could it be that the unknown 15th of Av and solemn Yom Kippur were more festive than Passover, Sukkot, and Purim? The Mishnah continues that on these two occasions, the daughters of Jerusalem, dressed in white, would go out and dance. Do what? And dance in the vineyards. Why did they do that? The Talmud, Tachnit 31a, fills in between the lines. Whoever lacked a wife, whoever lacked a wife, would go there and gaze and find one. In other words, the fifth. In other words, the fifteenth of Av was a major matchmaking day, and so was amazingly Yom Kippur. 
Now, the vital importance of, of Jewish continuity, of aiding Jewish man, Jewish woman marriages, is... Um, now, the vital, the, the vital importance to Jewish continuity of aiding Jewish man, Jewish woman marriages to happen is as clear as a new, newborn's eyes. Nevertheless, does that justify claiming that the 15th of Av is a greater holiday than the three Torah-mandated pilgrim festivals, Pesach, Shavuot, or Sukkot, with, the, with their immense gatherings of the Holy Temple in Jerusalem? The Talmud itself expresses astonishment. Yom Kippur is clearly special because it is a day. Yom Kippur is clearly special because it's a day of forgiveness and pardon. But what it but what is the significance of the 15th of Av, Tachni 13b? The Talmud goes on to answer its own question. Different sages recall five joyous historical events which occurred. On the 15th of Av, in counterpoint to the five calamities that occurred on the 9th of Tish Tishah Tish of Av, and on the 17th of Tammuz, mentioned earlier in the Mishnah, plus on one, cu- one custom that arose in the years of the two holy temples in Jerusalem. Number two, six more ancient reasons for celebrating the 15th of Av. The 15th of Av became a day of celebration in the year 2487. Say what year? 2487, which is 1274, 1274 before the Common Era. Before what? Before the Common Era, not BC. Israel's 40th year of wandering in the desert. The whole generation of the Exodus had been sentenced to die in the desert. Each one, each one on the day of Tisha B'Av, after their 60th birthday, because of the mourning that mourning about having to go on to the land. On the 9th of Av, in the 40th year, 2487-1294 BCE, no one died. They thought perhaps they had miscalculated the date. Another night went by, and then another. It wasn't until the fifteenth when the full moon when when it wasn't until the fifth the fifteenth when the moon filled a full a full circle a first a full circle the circle of life in the sky when the full filled moon filled a full full circle in the sky. They were able to fully accept that the dying had truly ceased, and the, the day of this blessed event, in contrast to the day of annual dying six days earlier, became an occasion for celebration. All right, I'm going to skip that paragraph. And uh, oh, here we go. Let's go up to this one. They are respectively they are respectively the granting of permission by the Sanhedrin Supreme Rabbinical Court. Uh, blah, 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 okay, let's see. Uh, in the reign um, in the reign of the judge Othniel to unmarried daughters who inherited land to marry outside of the tribe. Outside of what? To marry outside of the tribe and still keep their land inheritance. And to the other eleven tribes to in quote intermarry with the men of the tribe of Benjamin in in approximately twenty five forty five. And to the other eleven tribes to intermarry of the of the tribe and still keep their inheritance, 
Um, to intermarry with the men of the tribe of Benjamin in approximately 2545, 1200 before the Common Era. Sometime after, they had been placed under ban because of the incident of the concubine of Givna. Interestingly, the three of the first. Uh, interestingly, the first of these marriages took place also on the 15th of Av with the bachelors of Benjamin selected brides from the Dancing Daughters in White in Shiloh, which was then the location of the Ark, the Ark of the Tablets. All right, let me just see. I'm going to skip that too. Uh, and that, uh, I don't want to read all these paragraphs. Uh, there were six events that were wor wor worthy of commemoration and celebration. Uh, okay, mystical approach. In Kabbalah and Chassidut, a quite different, more mystical approach is applied. The greatness of the 15th of Av is that it coincides with the full moon. Is this statement not strange? Passover Seder night also coincides with the full moon, as do the beginning of Sukkot Purim in Jerusalem and the night of two and, and the night of Tubishvat with the Seder of thirty fruits. The question remains as strong as ever. However, the mystical answer is based on the concept that the fifteenth of Av, more than any other festival, that most captures the essence of the full moon component. In order to comprehend the intention of this statement, we need to understand 1. What is a full moon? and 2. What is its relationship to the Jewish people? Or then it goes on to saying how there's moon cycles, talks about Nisan, the 15th of Av versus the major festivals, So now that we know the importance of a holiday with the full moon indicates that an occasion of special power. But what makes the full moon and the 15th of Av more special than all the others, including that it coincides with seemingly more important holidays? Then it goes over talking about more about Pesach, Sukkot, um... Okay, the 15th of Av today. By this point, someone must be wondering... If the 15th of Av is so great, why today is there virtually no celebration of it? The, re the Ritva, one of the great early commentators on the Gemara, opined that since the date usually falls close to Shabbat Nachamu, the Shabbos of, of Consolation, the first Shabbat after Tisha B'Av, when the passage, Console Nach Nachamu, Console My People, is read, the food and drink aspect of the, of the holiday celebration are combined with those of Shabbat Nachamu. Although there is no halakh, halakh, that's Jewish law, although there is no halakhic recognition of the joy of the 15th of Av, other, other than not saying the petitary sections of weekday prayers, and that no dancing daughters, no dancing daughters dressed in white, there are a number of customs associated, associated with the date. Together with the lessening of the heat comes the shortening of the day and the lengthening of the night. And so our sages teach us that starting on the 15th of Av, every Jew should add to the, to the amount of time that he studies Torah at night. How interesting that this seemingly important importance of nighttime begins on the night of a full moon.
One reason that is that one reason could be as the Benai Yakasar and other Hasidic masters pointed out, fifteen in quotes, fifteen spelled out in Hebrew is Hakamishna Asar. The letters of the Hakamishna Asar Ba'av are numerically equivalent to the letters of the Ketiva Vechachamina Tova. The classic Jewish blessing, the classic Jewish blessing, may you be inscribed and sealed in the book of life this year for good. This indicates that the 15th of Av is an auspicious date to indicate An auspicious day to, end, to to initiate the season of tishba, tish, Tishuva that, accum, that accumulates in Yom Kippur, the day of divine forgiveness. Perhaps this is also the reason that many sages, including the Lubavitch Rebbe of our generation, was particular to refer it as the 15th in writing and speech fully spelled out. Hashmisha Asar Ba'av, rather than the Hebrew two-letter abbreviation for 15-2. The future of the 15th of Av. In truth, the 15th of Av today is relatively minor holiday in our experience of the yearly cycle. We mark the day, but without the grandeur of Passover, the joy of Sukkot, or the exaltation of Purim. For unlike these festivals, whose full moon we have already experienced, the luminous of the 15th of Av has yet to shine forth. For we are still in Galut, still in the dark stretch of the cycle, still climbing out of the, of the descent in which we have been plunged by the events of the 17th of Tammuz, the nine of Av. But the date is already fixed in our calendar as the greatest 15th of them all. The 15th of Av provides us with the first glimmers on the full moon of Moshiach and with the revealed revival of Moshiach, the 15th of Av will, will be truly revealed as our greatest festival. May you and your yours be inscribed and sealed for a good and sweet year. And that is from... The 15th of Av, Tuba Av, on the Jewish holidays, and the full moon on Chabad.org, on the Kabbalah Online. Then that is the first of three articles. Now, in more detail about more in more detail about dancing in the moonlight of 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 Kabbalah, Kabbalah, Tuba Av, the great. The greater the descent, the greater the ascent. In the Talmud, we find the voice. There was never as good a day as Yom Kippur for the Jewish nation of Tuba'av and Yom Kippur. The words Yom Tov are usually in relation to Tuba'av. Compare it with all holy days, Yom Yomim Tovim, especially Yom Kippur. It is easy to understand why Yom Kippur would be considered as the greatest day for the Jewish nation, since it is the day that the second tablets were given and the Jewish people were forgiven, as we are forgiven every year on Yom Kippur. On Tuba'av, the tribes were permitted to marry the members of other tribes, which, of course, were beneficial, but... But can it be compared to the importance of Yom Kippur? The verse also implies that Tuba'av in some way is greater than the other holidays. Hasidr explains that the benefit of Tuba'av comes as a result of the blessing of the moon, which is done close to the mi- middle of the month, the time, of, the time when the moon is completely full. 
There are other holidays, examples, Pesach, Sukkot, which occurs in the middle of the month when the moon is full, but the full moon of Tuba Av depends on the darkness which precedes it. The Beit HaMikdash was destroyed in the month of Av, a month associated with an extreme descent. The fullness of the moon on Tuba Av is great in the relation to the descent that precedes it. The greater the descent, the greater the ascent. The other holidays that occur also when the moon is full are not preceded by an extreme, extreme descent. While the Jewish nation was taken out of Egypt, we were on the level of, we were taken, we were on the level of Sadiq, Sadikim. On Sukkot, we enjoy the benefits from the be- from the favorable outcome of Yom Kippur. On Sukkot, we enjoy the benefits from the favorable outcome of Yom Kippur. Neither of these holidays is preceded by a steep decline. Tuba Av is, therefore, on a high level because of one arrives from a lower place. Pa- place, yes. What difference does it make on a spiritual level whether the moon is full or barely visible? We can we can understand this difference by looking at two verses which discuss the spiritual significance of a field ver- versus that of an ordinary land. One verse reads, The advantage of the land is everything. In Hebrew, kol, and the other, the king is in the field. The land represents the physical world and the field, Gan Eden. And then it talks more about Gan Eden and on the, and on the level of Mahut, Galnadin, and on the on, on the level of Chachma, Bina, and Da'at, which are eternal and intellectual rather than physical. The influence of these intellectual levels of Galnadin reaches the world from the 50th gates of Bina through the through the aspect of Yes Yesed. Why 50 gates? Because the letters of the Hebrew word for everything, kol, in the above verse, the advantage of the land in everything, is the same numerical value as the letter nun, which is 50. What draws this down? The advantage of the land is kol, the mitzvot performed in the world, and and the understanding of Torah, which brings the intellectual aspect of godliness into the world. Then it goes into more detail about Ganadin and Keter. Keter, which... Uh, Keter uh, is uh, which is unlimited. Keter is illuminated within Machut. The moon is full. The service of the angels of Gan Eden and the Torah and the mitzvot performed performed in the world can bring uh, this illumination of Keter through Machut. Uh, then it goes into revelation of physical aspect, Gan Eden, intellectual aspects. All right, uh, and also there's ten utterances. Okay, what um, what makes the moon full? More about the Keter of that. Um, Go into more detail yourself for your own research. Then it talks about uh, Isaac and Jacob. The sages have noted that of symbolized by the constellation of the, li- of the lion, is the time when Ariel, the house of God, was destroyed. In addition, it is preceded that Ariel will be will be, re- will be rebuilt in the constellation of the li- of the lion. Clearly, the full moon of Tuba Av is unlike other full moons. Tuba Av is a time when we can appreciate the greatness of redemption, starting from the lowest depths and reading the and reaching and reaching the supreme heights. And now for the third and final article. This one's about seven joyous events. Seven joyous events that happened on the fifteenth of Av. All right, let's see. Number one, the dancing meetings of Jerusalem. 
said Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel, there were no greater festivals for Israel than the 15th of Av and Yom Kippur. On these days, the daughters of Jerusalem would go out and dance in the vineyards. And what would they say? Young man, raise your eyes and see that, and see for which you select for yourself. Talmud, Tachnit, 26b. The Talmud goes on to list several joyous events which occurred on the 15th of Av. 15th day on the month of Av. Number two, after number one. The dying of the generation of the Exodus ceased. And then it goes into what that's about. And then number three. The tribes of Israel were permitted to what? The tribes of Israel were permitted to intermarry. Oh, what? Intermarry? Next, number four. The tribe of Benjamin was permitted to re-enter the community. And then it gives the details about that. Then number five. Hoshea ben, ben Ella opened the roads to Jerusalem. And then it gives the details about that. And then number six. The dead of Batar were allowed to be buried. And then it gives the details about that. And then number seven. The day of the breaking of the axe. And then it gives the details about that. Alright, and now to talk about the 15th of Av, both a long time ago and now in modern current days. I will now have a song that's not related to the 15th of Av, but a song I really like, and it means even more now, with the passing of the musical artist Burt Bacharach, I will conclude... And wrap up, finalize this 15th day of Av, Jewish Day of Love Summer podcast with one of the one song I do really know from Burke Bacharach, who really passed away, rest in peace, to Burke Bacharach, on the one song I know to start closing this whole thing out. So let's go. The song he li- I like from him, I'll Never Fall In Love Again, which was also inside of The Spy Who Shagged Me. Let's go. Here we go. To, to conclude this episode with this song. What do you get when you fall in love? A guy with a pin to burst your bubble. That's what you get. For all your trouble, I'll never fall in love again. I'll never fall in love again. What do you get when you kiss a girl? You get enough germs to catch pneumonia. After you do, she'll never phone you. I'll never fall in love again. I'll never fall in love again. Don't tell me what it's all about Cause I've been there and I'm glad I'm out Out of those chains, those chains that bind you That is why I'm here to remind you What do you get when you fall in love? You only get lies and pain and sorrow So for at least until tomorrow Oh! Never fall in love again. I'll 
never fall in love again. Out of those chains, those chains that bind you, that is why I'm here to remind you, what do you get when you fall in love? You only get lies and pain and sorrow, so for at least until tomorrow, I'll never fall in love again. I'll never fall in love again. I'll never fall in love again. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, Mr. Burt Burt Bacharach. And that was my opening song of Peter T- Peter Solette's version of Heart of Mine. Then three articles explaining the th- the fi- the not the fifteenth of Av of what and what the, and what the, what that's all about. In the first two articles about the moon, and the third article about the seven the seven things there that uh what the seven. Seven joyous events, the seven joyous events that happened on the 15th of Av. I hope both, I hope both Jews and non-Jews got something out of this episode, and I will see you next in the movie discussion of Rocky Balboa 2006 with friend and co-host Avi, and then we'll just see what happens for the whole rest of 2023. Oh yes. Everybody dance and have a good time, especially on the 15th of Av, Jewish Day of Love, Jewish Day of Love, 15th of Av. Everybody dance and have a good time. This, everybody dance and have a good time. This is Millennial Man Motions Entertainment, LLC. Signing out for now.